Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Here we are back again with Mike Strategies. Tony Smith here, Vice President of the Mike Ferry Organization, bringing a little series of strategies to you. Uh, if you did not tune in last week, you might want to catch up by tuning into last week's podcast. We're going through this series about 50 plus, 100 plus, and 150 plus plans. Uh, if, if you had tuned in, you'll remember that last week we talked about these series of thoughts that Mike had given us over a, a retreat about taking your business to 50 plus transactions, taking your business to 100 plus transactions, and taking your business to 150 plus and beyond transactions. And it was interesting because uh, when this came out, we all, many of us that were in the room, jumped on these thoughts and, and, and really started to understand that there are some distinguishable differences that you need to address as you grow your business. Now, if you're listening in and you, you can't even fathom at this moment 100 transactions or 150 transactions, stay engaged in this material because you'll find that some of these things are things that you should be addressing now anyway. But uh, I, I can tell you that many of us that started uh, our production level going up the stream of doing more and more transactions had no idea about 100 deals to begin. You know, you'd see somebody at a Mike Ferry event and, and you'd see them walk on stage and they talk about 100. And uh, in the early years, I can remember my brain wasn't even connecting to that at all. I was trying to do 25 deals in the very beginning, right? I, I couldn't even fathom it. All I knew is they did a lot. But if you stay engaged and stay involved in the material, pretty soon it's like the, the hundred comes into focus for people that really want it. And then there's people that the 150 transactions a year comes into focus. And then we have agents doing four, five, six, eight hundred deals a year now. Way back when, they were also confused about 50 and 100. So it, just knowing that people have gone down this journey is part of the path, but stay engaged with these points and keep learning, keep growing, keep adding more and more of the components of what we ask it to do. You too can find these things showing up in your radar too if you'd like, okay? It's available for all of us. So let's look at these this little series of points on the 100 plus plan. There's what, uh, 12 points here that I wanna suggest. Now, we talked about how the path from zero to 50 is often harder than the path from 50 to 100 uh, because hopefully by this point, you've overcome a couple of your major, major challenges as a real estate professional. So look at, let's look at these points individually. Number one on this list, track your numbers every day. Track your numbers every day. To move into these higher levels of productivity, your recognition and understanding of the numbers involved in your craft, in your trade, in the business of selling real estate become more and more obvious but tracking daily. We see a lot of people in the early parts of their real estate career track their numbers sporadically. They track their numbers, you know, a couple times a year when it's time to report to an accountant or their CPA or their tax preparer, right? 
And then as you start moving up the, the, the chain of transactions, you start recognizing I need to track my numbers. Well, you're going to need to know a lot of numbers to break through 50. To break through 100, you're going to need to track your numbers every day. You know, you think about, I'm, uh, you know, Hal Swayze, incredible realtor. I bring him up a lot because he's such a down-to-earth but yet such an incredible producing agent. You know, he's, he's measuring things like if I set a qualified listing appointment today, I call it a win. If I don't set a qualified listing appointment today, I call it a loss. And so talk about track your numbers. It, it comes down to the simplicity. Either I booked an appointment today or I didn't. And he's seeing that as a win or a loss and no, no in between. Well, Tony, I, I sold two, two of my listings today, but I didn't book an appointment. It's a loss as far as health concerned. Track your numbers every day. Okay. Number two, this one is still here and it's still prevalent, even though your mind might skip it. Okay. Work every day to move away from traditional real estate thoughts and techniques. Work every day to move away from traditional real estate thoughts and techniques. Well, this is the new age, the technological age. This is when everything is, it's all new stuff today. There is so much tradition still uh, being involved in real estate. You know, there are open houses and people sitting floor time and people running ads in magazines and newspapers and people sending mass mail outs more than ever, uh, people farming. The traditions are steeped in real estate still. They're everywhere, okay? And you have to recognize where do you... Tradition. Traditionally, agents don't sell a lot of homes, <laughs> right? If we really think about it, traditionally, an agent in, in North America today sells four or less. Traditionally, agents selling 50, 75, 100, 150 homes is not common. It's more traditional to sell 10, 15 homes a year. So we're asking you to move away from traditional thinking, right? Um, there are some traditions. Hey, I'll just wait for people to call me. That's a tradition in real estate. Show up to the office and wait for people to call. Tradition, buy some leads and wait for people to call. Those are actually traditional thoughts in real estate. The question becomes is where are you still living in tradition? What do you do in your business that is tradition and it's not moving you towards more production? Three on the list. If you want to break through 100 listings uh, a year, 100 sales, you're going to have to shorten the length of your listing presentation. You have to shorten the length of your listing presentation. We all know for a fact, the longer your presentation is, the more likely it turns from selling into telling, the more likely that the price goes up and the commission goes down. The longer you're in a house, the longer those presentations are, the more objections your uh, potential seller has a chance to introduce you to. Um, the more they get to sell you on the value of the home and, the, and that your commission should be lower. And how can you possibly, if every listing presentation takes two, two and a half, three hours, how can you possibly do 100, 150 listing presentations a year? Every one of them is exhausting. At some point, if you're going to uh, sell a lot of property at high volume, break through 100, your listing presentation time has got to get lower and lower. You know, we, have a, we teach a one-minute listing presentation. We teach a five-minute presentation. We teach that our presentations go 20 minutes, right? 
it, it's what the seller really wants unless we show up and, and give them the, the long version, which is what all your competitors do, right? But how most agents that have these long, elaborate, intense, you know, one and two hour presentations, it's hard to do that three and four times a week. It becomes really hard to do. So how can you do volume, right? Shortening your presentation. Real simple. Follow the my five-step Mike Ferry listing presentation. Follow the scripts we use. They're short. They're concise. They get the job done, right? Would you consider taking 10 hours to put a listing in the MLS, right? Would you consider taking 10 hours to put a listing in the MLS? You, you wouldn't consider that at all because it doesn't take, it takes 15, 20, 30 minutes to put a listing in the MLS. So why would you let it take two or three or four or 10 hours? If a listing can be taken in 20 minutes, why would you take two hours? It doesn't make any sense. Okay. The seller doesn't want that. Um, I know you don't want it. I hopefully you don't want it. You have to shorten your presentations. Four, this is a major one. Number four on this list. If you want to break through 100 transactions, you have to learn to keep your emotions inside the lines. Okay. These roller coaster rides of highest of highs and the lowest of lows and up and down and all this happening within one day really, really affects productivity when it comes to volume of deals. If you go off the charts because a client went around you and listed with somebody else and you go on a rant and rave and you talk to your spouse and your kids and your all of your other agents in your company and, and you have these long, long emotional drug out drama sessions because of a bad transaction, you can't do volume. And then if you get over the top, highly emotional about a sale that closes, woo, and you get just off the charts with your emotions on the high end, it's hard to, to do a lot of transactions. You've got to learn to keep your emotions inside the lines and keep those lines very close together. Now, I'm not talking about being comatose <laughs> or being morose or, or depressed. That's not it. It's keeping a nice high level of energy and enthusiasm but not a ping pong ball shot out of a cannon. You've got to learn to do that. How emotional do you get in an average week selling real estate? Do you find yourself ranting and raving? Do you find yourself peaks and valleys? Can't do that over and over and have high production. It actually kills production. Number five on the list to, to, to break through 100. To maximize your time, start conducting your listing presentations in the office. You know, the world has developed in a way that many, many listings can be taken uh, in a virtual way, uh, in your office, over the telephone. Think about it. How often do you have a past client that virtually the listing is done, you're just going through the protocol of getting it listed? Why wouldn't you have, invite those people into your office? Why wouldn't you have the listing presentation there? You know, with the world today and the, and the huge MLS systems, right? The MLS systems allow you to be scattered, you know, a hundred miles apart, right? You can literally find yourself driving an hour, hour and a half, two hours if you, if you wanted to in any direction to take a listing. And we know agents do this all the time. So if you want to start breaking through volume, you have to start conducting more listing presentations in the office. Sometimes it's just a matter of asking. You can't get what you don't ask for. 
right? Why not ask? Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, I want to be clear that we have, a, we feel really confident that we can get your home sold. And I'd like you to invite you to come into the office. I think that if you see what we do here at the office, you're going to really um, see the proof of why we're the right agent for the job. Would you like to come in for our listing appointment for, for 15 or 20 minutes? Just ask. What's the worst that could happen? They say no, and then you end up going out to the house. But what if you could get 30% of your listing appointments to come in the office? Think how much time it saves you. Drive time alone. These are the thoughts that break through 100, okay? Six is another major point. If you ever want to break through high volume through 100 deals, you have to treat your prospecting time as your most important appointment your most important appointment. That's a tough one to say, okay? So you have to think at some point, if you want to break through, prospecting, generating new listing leads has got to become more important than the current listing you have and the appointment that you went on and the closing that you have and the pending that you have. It has to become your most important appointment of the day. Well, Tony, sometimes there's a file and it just has to be done and it's ultra... Yes, we understand. But mentally, how often do you skip a prospecting session because some other important deed of the day is taking place? If you don't ever flip that over, you're going to find yourself missing a majority of the prospecting sessions that you're scheduled to do. You can't break through 100 deals because you don't generate enough business. Simple. It has to become the most important. Seven on this list. Only go on presentations when they are committed to signing a contract right now. Only go on presentations when they are committed to signing a contract right now. One of the major challenges that agents face is they they want to they truly want to meet people and present to get listings. Well, what advantage is there of presenting to someone today that's going to list two months from now? What is the advantage of going back and forth and back and forth to a house two or three or four times before you get the listing? This is a this is a volume and a control issue. If you're generating a lot of leads and someone set, you know wants to list two months from now, right? You have to have the courage. Hey, listen, the easiest thing for me to do would be to come out and present to you today. However, Mr. Seller, were you aware that our prices are changing? Hopefully, they're changing for the better. Can you appreciate the fact that when you're ready to sell your home in 30 days, the price could be substantially more or less, or it it could be different than it is today, correct? So why don't we get a little closer to the point of impact before I come over and show you everything we do? The value of your time has got to go up. And many times it's really easy to just, let me run over and I'll check it out. I know you're not selling for another year. Let me come over and talk to you. That kind of behavior repeatedly throughout a year will keep you from doing the volume. They have to be prepared to sign a contract, okay? Uh, Number eight on the list, you have to learn to carry a volume of listings. If you want to break through 100 transactions, your number of listings you have at all times obviously has to go up, right? If you are only having one or two listings at a time, how can you ever do 100? It's, it's impossible. So you have to break through the barriers of having inventory all the time. What's the most listings you've ever taken in a month? Can you repeat that 12 times in a row? 
Mike tries to get us to think this way all the time. Well, gosh, I took seven listings one month uh, this year. Okay, so if you took seven listings every month for the rest of the year, how many more listings would that be? At some point, you're going to have to learn to break through the volume issue when it comes to listings. When you get five, six, seven, eight, ten listings, do you start to get stressed out? Do you start to get overwhelmed with communicating with the sellers? Do the details of managing the listings start to bother you and you feel like you're forgetting and missing things? If you don't ever increase your ability to do volume when it comes to inventory, how can you ever increase volume when it comes to sales? You've got to break that threshold. Okay. It, I put a little note on this. You have to get systems. So part of that is, you know, there's, there's a whole series of consistent things that have to be done when you list a property. And they're pretty much the same things every time, aren't they? So you've got to systematize it. If you're trying to keep everything in your head, well, did I put the sign up? Is the lockbox on? Is it in the MLS? Did I write the ads? Did I run, you know, did the pho- photographer get there? What about the staging? All these things. If, it's, if you're trying to manage all that in your brain, you can't do volume. It's got to become systematized. So you need a listing, a new listing checklist. When you put a property in pending, you need a new pending checklist. When the property closes escrow, you know, escrow and closing, you need a checklist. The systems have got to start getting in play so you can do volume. It's the only way you can increase the number that you do. Number nine on the list. If you want to break through 100 transactions, you have to learn to control your clients more effectively by asking questions. You know, if every time you have a phone call with one of your clients and the call is 25 minutes long, them telling you a whole story and them controlling everything and and all the idle chit-chat that goes on, you can't do volume. So you've got to learn to control the conversations using questions. You've got to be better prepared Like basically you have to be on offense when it comes to phone calls. When you're on offense and you're making, let's say you contact every one of your sellers every week and you reach out and call them, you're on offense. That call gets a lot shorter. But if you're on defense, you don't call your sellers and they start calling into you. You're on defense and you have to hear all the stories. So you've got to learn to ask questions of your clients versus long, drawn-out statements and conversations. It's a powerful thing. We're going to talk more about it as we go on. Ten on the list. If you want to break through 100 transactions, you have to learn to detach yourself emotionally from your prospects and your customers, and more importantly, your transactions. You have to detach yourself emotionally from your prospects and your customers, and more importantly, your transactions. If you are fully emotionally involved in every transaction you do, you can't do many. We say it all the time, and it's one of Mike's strategies. You've got to learn to become unattached to the outcome. Attached to your efforts? Yes. Attached to putting in the right amount of efforts every day and doing things right? Yes. But the outcome? Do you ever have a listing that cancels and you go on a downward spiral for three days, go into a deep depression? because you were so attached to that transaction, right? You've got to learn to detach yourself emotionally from it. They don't hire an emotional support system. They're hiring a real estate agent to do a transaction. You can't get emotionally involved, right? 
Do you ever have a closed transaction and you know everything there is to know about the client? And unfortunately, the client knows everything there is to know about you, where you vacation, what your kids do, birthdays. Like that's not what they paid for. They're buying a real estate professional to close the transaction. How emotionally involved are you getting? You have to learn to detach. Number 11 on the list. If you want to break through 100 deals, you need to spend 10% of your income on long-term education. You've got to keep expanding and educating yourself and developing your skills and improving your sales processes. If you're going to break through 100 transactions, you've got to recognize there's an expense of continued education that has to go on. Simple answer. Hire us for your coach and have us take you along the journey all the way up. That's what we're paid to do. Our coaching programs are designed to do that. We help you. We give you answers. We hold you accountable. We help you make sure your scripts and skills and dialogues improve. We bring, help you bring on sources of business. That is the education in sales that you need. And you need to consider doing that long time, long term. Don't invest in yourself for a minute and then retract for a year and then invest in yourself for a minute and then retract for five years. Educating yourself as a salesperson goes on forever. You have to stay in that stream if you want to continue going up the ladder. Okay. And then number 12. Okay. Um, if you want to break through 100 transactions, this is, this is the, the, where the rubber meets the road right here. You have to become tougher on yourself than in the past. You have to get tougher on yourself than in the past. The market at this level requires it. You have to get tougher on did you uh, finish your prospecting? Are you improving your skills? Are you uh, changing habits and maintaining discipline? Right? Uh, if you don't get tougher on yourself, if you stay really easy on yourself, it's very tough to do a lot of transactions. So, unfortunately, the intensity rises as the number of deals rises. But I have to tell you, if you're interested in this, it is worth the journey. It is definitely worth the pay. Okay. So three-part series. Next week, we're going to talk about breaking through 150 transactions. So I hope you're along for the ride for this. Thank you so much for your time. Stay tuned and stay involved with Mike Ferry Strategies podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.